You know what? You are the only person you are guaranteed to spend the rest of your life with. So, we want you to feel at home with yourself. To have an understanding of what being human truly means. And to be a witness to the things that are happening within you. We're here for the good. The bad. And the downright ugly. <laughs> so, come on this journey. And be messy with us. You are listening to The Real Meaning of Humanity with Alexis. That's my name. And you're Krista. Yeah, that's me. Because really what we're talking about is why the fuck are people so childish? (laughs) You like my intro? I love how you started it. Like, why the fuck are people so childish? But for real, though. We made our own new acronym. (laughs) C-I-A-A-B. Child in an adult body. Body. Wait, child in an adult body. Mm -hmm. C-I-A-A-B. Or a C-ab. No. <laughs> okay. C-ab. A C-ab. A, c- a cab. A kiab. No. Ooh. A kiab? Sounds key weird. Ab sounds key. like a K, though. So maybe... C-ab. No. You know that the C also makes the k sound, right? <laughs> I thought it meant... I thought it like makes car? a K with the H. No, this is a ch. Sorry. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Do you want to come to my elementary school? <laughs> Can you reteach me English? It's fine. <laughs> right. So um, we're going to talk about why people are still so immature in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, and on. 70s, 80s, 90s, 100s. <laughs> no, because it really is a thing. Like, this is serious. Like, we're laughing and we're making jokes about it. Mm-hmm. But the amount of people that I am surrounded by. Yeah. <laughs> On a daily basis. Now, this is generalized. I'm not going to be specific here. But um, on a daily basis. <laughs> I really need to stop being a savage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, this is my immaturity comes out in um, very petty, petty way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, petty ways. You're like, um, shout out to all the people in my life that give me content for my podcast. <laughs> No, seriously, for real. It's just daily inspiration. <laughs> In the most loving way possible. Um, we just notice sure, it. Sure, loving we, way. We just notice it. We're not making fun of it. We just notice it. Right. But we have to laugh about it. Oh, for sure. Because yeah. if, like, most people get mad about it, we're like, mm, okay, yeah, it's annoying, but it's funny. Yeah, it is funny because you can't, like, you can't spend so much energy on just being mad and frustrated all the time because then you're going to be literally mad and have so like what am i saying <laughs> because then you'll just like hate the people around you all the time that's a lot of energy that is a lot of energy so like at this point when i see people in a childlike mindset when they react i don't even want to say respond when they react mm-hmm. i kind of just want to laugh about laugh at it cuz i'm like oh man i'm not the issue you are mhm you are in a, in a loving self-aware get your shit together type of way. Right. You're like, I'm not going to sit here and be mad about something that I truly have no control over. Like, that really is a you issue. Right. It's not internalizing it. Mm -hmm. And I used to be really bad about that. Working on it still, but (laughs) (laughs) way better than before. Way better. Dude. Okay. So when we had talked about, like, this is what we're going to talk about, I was Mm -hmm. like, why are people so fucking immature? Like, Mm why? And so I looked up, like, you know me. I love to Google stuff. I love to look stuff up. And I looked up, when do you become emotionally mature? 
and the statistics are alarming um no way really don't we yeah. already know this though no it's actually different okay <laughs> because like we know whenever what the frontal lobe fully develops right women are like 25 women is 25 women and is, then for men, men yeah. is 32 that's what i thought or okay. 33 one of those years so yeah like your frontal lobe yeah it's like fully developed but that doesn't mean you're emotionally mature <laughs> explain what the frontal lobe is for most listeners that don't know okay yeah so the frontal lobe is the largest lobe in the human brain and that's where like your movement like how you move your expressive language um, your behavior and yes and then your like executive function so like so for, how you respond to things how you react exactly i was gonna say a your lo- mindset like one of the executive functioning skills is self-control it's mm. being able to follow multi-step directions it's staying focused it's emotion like it's how to have like emotional um what the fuck is that called a level of emotional maturity <laughs> There we go. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Listen, I'm trying to Does that s- make sense for everybody who doesn't Hold know? Hold on. Okay. <laughs> We're going to be laughing this whole time. I'll say, but no, the reason why I'm like kind of, it's not really your emotional intelligence though. That's why I'm kind of like stuck. Is it the level of awareness? Okay. So your frontal lobe, it does like the thinking, the reasoning, the judgment and decision making. Mm -hmm. That's where you learn and recall information, your executive functioning skills, like attention span, your voluntary muscle movements, and then like social understanding. Mm -hmm. So understanding socially. What is going on around you. Yes, exactly. Um, And so really it has nothing to do with people being emotionally mature at all. So basically just how you respond, though. Mm-hmm. But wouldn't how you respond be connected to your emotional maturity? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're right. Do you want to know the statistics? Do you want to know the yeah. age? Yeah, sure. I'm already hopeless. <laughs> I was going to say, listen, on average, right? This is average, okay? Not saying that everybody at this, you know, time in their life, they're going to be emotionally mature. They're They're – comes a lot of like work behind being emotionally like mature absolutely so do you want men or women first ladies first okay ladies first um the average woman becomes emotionally mature at the age of 32 years old okay i see it i say so you could probably guess that men is <laughs> later <laughs> way higher mm-hmm. um add 11 to that and that would be 43 Okay. So at 43 years old, is typically... <laughs> Don't let the hopeless sink in, guys. Don't let it. Don't let it. It's a lie. Just... But that's the thing, right? But statistically, it's a yes, in statistically. the world, when they do studies about it, yes, that is what has happened. Like, yes. for example, I'm not saying that you and I are the most emotionally mature people, but I feel like we're ahead of the statistic in a sense oh, of like, we have a lot more knowledge of it of our emotions than most people our age do but that's because we did the work and that's the key like the key is not one day you just wake up at 32 and you're like oh shit i'm emotionally intelligent now Mm -hmm. like no that doesn't happen it's you deciding to become self-aware to become to start asking yourself questions and noticing yourself and becoming aware that you do and why you react and respond in the way that you do Mm -hmm. or why you choose to go in different avenues rather than just be direct and be an adult 
Exactly. I'm going to communicate. I say, I'm going to read a little bit because like I said, I kept looking up like, why are people so childish? Right. Mm-hmm. So this, this is from the internet. Take it with a grain of salt, but I thought it made sense. So some people said, or somebody said, many people have an extremely useful skill called self-actualization. What? Yeah. Self-actualization. That's a hard word. Self-actualization? Yes. There we go. Self-reflection and self-analysis. Every single individual. Individual? Uh-huh. Good Lord. Every okay. single individual within this universe has the ability to review their actions, the things they have done untoward themselves and others, and understand everything going on within themselves, essentially. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, animals can't do that, but we can. Even though... Yeah, that's what makes us distinctly... Distinctfully... Distinctly? Sure. That's what (laughs) makes us different than the animals. Mm -hmm. That's what makes us human beings. We have that ability to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, Although most of us act like animals and act like we don't have that ability. Right. Uh, And, I mean, I did for the first... 25 years of my life so right no, no shade there <laughs> mm-hmm. no shame no shame no yeah. judgment we're fine so even though we all have this i love how he says it this superpower mm. <laughs> the average individual will tend to choose not to acknowledge that extreme power he goes on to say that we would be infinite rulers in our own personal world if we owned up to this personal power <laughs> but mm. instead we are scared society and media in general especially if you live in a westernized society will try to make you be like everyone else from the moment we enter school we begin questioning if we're good enough we start competing with each other blah blah blah, blah right so he just goes on mm-hmm. to say that and i was like honestly that is true i was like mike fucking drop on that one mm-hmm. you know while i was um talking or while you're talking um i was thinking about how you know, like the 20-year-olds mm-hmm. in your 20s, right? And I think we have a very special opportunity to take a look at your life and where you're going mm-hmm. because, like, we're entering into our adulthood or we've been in our adulthood and we can look at our lives and be like, is this what I want to continue doing or do I want to break a cycle or right. do I want to change the route? Do I actually like who I am. And this goes with all ages. Any ages can do this. But I think being in your 20s mm-hmm. is something where like you have the ability to do it without any more added responsibilities that you could have in your 30s or 40s that could prevent you to do it in that time or moment. Like when I say that, I mean like married. Some yeah. people are married in their 20s. Some people has have families in their 20s, and that's fine. But most people aren't. Mm-hmm. And so you get to choose, okay, is this the job that I really want to live? Is this – or that I really want to work in? Is this the relationship that I really want to be in? Is this the place that I really want to live in? Is this family dynamic really what I want to continue in? Or do I want to change – and or the person that I am is this – do I like myself? Can yeah. I actually look in the mirror and really love who I am and mm-hmm. be proud? And so I know when I hit 25, I looked at my life and I was like, I don't like where I'm going and I don't like where I've been. And of course, I had to deal with the shame that was coming within that moment. But also at the same time, it led me into this journey where I had to heal and helped me realize and get self-aware 
oh, the reason why I've been acting the way that I have been, the reason why I have been childish in some ways towards a friendship or a relationship or a job is because there's this little, there is this child inside Mm -hmm. me that is running my life. And we've talked about this many times before, many, many times. I feel like this is a repetitive thing, but it needs to be repetitive because it's so important and it does show up in every aspect of our life. Mm -hmm. There is a child within you that loves to take the reins because They felt like they didn't have the power to do so at that age when they were children. And we talked about this in the last episode. But also it's like it's turned into this. See, when a child doesn't get the needs met when they should have at that age, it turns into manipulation or passive aggressive communication Mm -hmm. or okay well I'm not getting what I want here so let me try it in a different way that's actually unhealthy but it's actually not fixing or bringing any solution in any type of way exactly so your child isn't serving you (laughs) the child within you needs love it needs to know that it's going to get its needs met but as an adult version of ourselves we finally get to choose and take in that power, that authority of like, hey, I'm so sorry you didn't get these needs met. And I am so sorry that you felt like you had to manipulate certain objects or people to get what you wanted. Mm -hmm. But it's not healthy. It's not serving you. Like this is not good for us. And I'm so sorry. Let me get the love that you need. And here as me as an adult, here's what we can do in the proper way, in the most healthy way. That's most serving to us, but also most serving to the individual in the scenario as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, honestly, like the bottom line to me is that most people aren't taught how to be emotionally mature. They don't know what like they they know the emotions they can name them sure but they they don't know what to do with an emotion they don't know what that's saying about how to navigate them yeah they have Mm -hmm. no clue because they haven't been taught like yeah we weren't taught it it hasn't been normalized to teach it in the childhood exactly and right now like even even with my um career like we're just now starting to really implement that into Mm -hmm. elementary schools like really trying to teach kids what their emotions are what their behaviors are what is what it's trying to tell you like being able to realize things about yourself like so to me it's because nobody's been taught that typically and even with both of us Mm -hmm. whenever we started it wasn't like I said it wasn't us just waking up one day and be like hmm I need to figure my shit out no we were like okay why why am I doing this and so we searched and we read read books and we seeked out help and you know what I mean so like we were yearning for answers and to me that's why you and I are a little bit more emotionally mature now is Mm -hmm. because we've learned well yeah because we we realized that the child within was showing up and we needed to take care of her exactly and we've talked about this before because you were talking earlier about like what people do instead like they will be manipulative or whatever you whatever the other things that you said well Uh, yeah let's be more specific because i have some examples well (laughs) but also i was looking again i was looking this up earlier and um a defense mechanism is actually something like this it's called regression have you heard of it yeah 
Okay. So for those of you who don't know what regression is, it says regression is a return to childlike behavior as a way to avoid adult-like reality and responsibility. Mm-hmm. So this is when things get too difficult and a person feels vulnerable. So then their defense mechanism kicks in as a way of self-like preservation. So what that can look like is I'm going to roll my eyes at you if you say mm-hmm. something because I don't want to be called out. I don't mm. want to be held accountable. I'm yeah. going to push you away if you call me out on something that I did or I didn't do, quote unquote, correctly. Throw a tantrum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to, oh, if I don't get a response, I'm <laughs> I'm going to show you that you, I'm going to force you to respond to me in right. a different avenue in an unhealthy way. Um, if you don't like another person's response to you, you throw a low blow at them and weaponize something against them Mm -hmm. just so you can win in the argument. And that's what a child does. It's like, it's all about winning Mm -hmm. for them. It's all about what can I do to be on top? (laughs) What we were talking about. (laughs) What can I do to be on top? What can I do to win? What can I do to be the quote unquote, um, most benefits out of it very selfish very greedy yes a lot of pride a lot of ego comes mm-hmm. into it um it's like a child who didn't want to share their toys exactly <laughs> <laughs> who didn't want to share anything so it's kind of like that weaponizing things having that or like even like the silent treatment of well this person did something that i didn't like so i'm gonna like well, I don't know if I want to use that example because I do it. <laughs> <laughs> but some a form of the silent treatment can be that, like right. that. Right. See, but even, like, I know that you and I are not, like, completely not childish. I know that there's still some aspects in our life that, totally. sure, we're childish. And it's interesting because, like, you wonder, well, why are we still that way? Like, why are we still... a lot of healing. Well, there's a lot of healing. But then also, like, you engaging in the silent treatment, Mm -hmm. you you get a reward from that. Like, you're... Oh, it's all protection. Yes. It's all protecting my heart. Exactly. I feel like it. You feel rewarded by giving the silent treatment. So you're getting, like, uh, what is it called? Positive reinforcement from engaging in that behavior. Uh (laughs) So, like, if the silent treatment were to ever, like, backfire on you, then you'd be like then you'd be like wait hold on <laughs> maybe yeah. maybe i should, maybe i don't want to do this anymore cuz like it's not working for me anymore and a lot of people they're manipulative they do all those things because they have positive reinforcement from it so like it's worked for them before and mm-hmm. that's why they continue do it mm-hmm. they continue to do it well that's what i love about you because you even told me this yesterday train the behavior uh-huh or retraining the behavior and it's what you do in your job at mm-hmm. your the school the kids that you teach yeah it's retraining a behavior that they've that they're so used to mm-hmm. and reforming the mindset the behavior of like hey this actually doesn't serve you mm-hmm. it actually if you really think about it it's caused you a lot of pain it's caused you a lot of conflict yeah and I'm, when i say conflict i don't mean confrontation I mean conflict. Mm -hmm. It's caused you a lot of destruction. It's caused you a lot of relationships to break connection and to break connection in yourself. It actually doesn't serve you. So let me show you that this actually is not a positive reinforcement. There's another way. There's a better way. Exactly. Like, for example, and this is like from 
Alexis is way past since we've talked about it. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, for example, like if somebody keeps reaching out to you (laughs) and keeps showing up, they're wanting to talk to you, right? So the reason behind their behavior is to be able to talk to you. So you have the power to not reinforce that behavior by not talking to them. But as soon Mm -hmm. as you give in, like as soon as you give in to that behavior, then that reinforces that negative behavior. You don't want them showing up, but as soon as you open the door and you talk to them, you just reinforce them. Right, and especially this person might be thinking like, oh, okay, if I reach out to this person this many times, then Uh they'll respond. Yep. And that comes in different ways too. Like if we're talking about that situation, a child is not direct. No. They're passive. They're passive aggressive. (sighs) And that's a form of manipulation. So, and that's the thing, like, I want to say this, like, I'm going to repeat this. We are not demonizing. No. We are just opening a door of awareness towards this so that we know and that there is a better way. That is why we bring this up. Mm -hmm. Yes, me and Crystal laugh about it. (laughs) But that's because, like, what else are you going to do? Exactly. You know, it's not us laughing at it or in a way of, like, you're stupid. It's just, like this is a child it's mm-hmm. like laughing at a child sometimes when they're doing something so silly of like oh baby girl like honey, honey. let me show you something else <laughs> right so they're not direct so a child is not direct like what i was saying so if you're reaching out to a person and something has happened between y'all and y'all haven't talked in a while <laughs> and nobody has really talked about why y'all haven't talked in a while and what actually happened in the issue y'all both know that there's an issue but nobody is being direct about it and mm-hmm. nobody's like fine and be like all right can we talk about this now or what yeah you know like let's just communicate so instead you um act like everything's fine and text them normally when this person's like um no yeah we have not talked right but you want to show up as if everything's normal mm-hmm. that doesn't work that way yeah and then, <laughs> well at least especially with me as i say but that's the thing is with somebody who has learned a little bit more about like maturity and healing and growth like things like that like that's not that kind of behavior is not going to work with you because that's right. who you are. You know what I mean? Where right. Whereas it could work with other people who also engage in those same behaviors. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like sweeping things, things under the rug. Mm-hmm. Let's not confront anything. A child does not like to be confronted. Let me just say not direct people. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yes, yes, but, yes, but yes. At the I same, agree. But I, I'm with you though because – it's funny for me because I, <laughs> I feel like part of me is like, yeah, oh my gosh, like why can't people just be direct? And then I'm like, yeah, Krista, why can't you be direct sometimes? You know what I but mean? But you know what? It might come from a form, oh, this is, oh my God, I'm just thinking, I think this is God. <laughs> I think this is God softening my heart. But that's great. You can heal this. <laughs> like now I know, but like you go deal with it. That's what I do when God like reveals something to me. I'm like, oh, okay, I understand. But you yeah. still deal with it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know why they're probably not being direct? Why? It's because they're scared of being rejected. It's scary to be direct. Mm-hmm. It's scary to be – because direct is connected to vulnerability. Yes, yes. And sometimes when people are direct, sometimes when people are vulnerable, there's a bigger chance of being rejected. They're putting all of them out there. For sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, they're they're letting you know exactly what's going on mm-hmm. inside of them. And a child, for a child to be rejected, mm-hmm. oh, it's so sad. Yeah. Have you ever seen a child on the playground? <laughs> Why are you talking? <laughs> because you get your child bonus. voice on. If <laughs> you ever see like a little girl or especially a little boy who's been like rejected on the playground, like that, like the friend, like the other kids didn't want to play with them or like in monopoly i think of rudolph the red-nosed reindeer like that song <laughs> oh i was like what are you talking about nobody monopoly? wanted to play monopoly but then what was Adam's reindeer had a very shiny nose and if you ever saw it you could even say it close like all of the other reindeers used to laugh and call him names they like Pinocchio, they, they never let poor Rudolph join in any reindeer game. Like Monopoly, yes, yes. yes. Okay. okay, yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh my god, it's so ADD. Seriously, I was like, get over to <laughs> Okay, playground boy girl. So it's kind of like that, and it oh. creates a huge rejection wound, a huge abandonment wound. Honestly, especially if you're re- rejected by your parents the people Mm -hmm. who are supposed to love you and accept you no matter what no matter what feelings you have no matter what you bring to the table and if you're direct and vulnerable in them in that way and then they reject you it's kind of hard to be vulnerable or direct with anybody else because you're questioning everything you do yeah and especially if you're getting positive reinforcement in the behavior of like okay well being vulnerable and direct and just sharing how i feel isn't working so let me just do this well i was gonna say but also like a lot of people engage in behaviors either to get something or get a, like get get away from something like avoidant avoidant yes <gasps> avoid something mm-hmm. avoiding attachment mm-hmm. so a lot of times like okay if i avoid this my positive reinforcement is that i don't get rejected you know what i mean so that's worked for them for so long does that make sense and and like probably whenever they've tried to do it before they've likelihood they probably got like negative reinforcement and that's why they're like Mm -hmm. no 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 no. that i don't want to do that then Mm -hmm. you know what i mean or even like here's another um (laughs) c-i-a-a-b child in an adult body gossiping yeah and this is another form of like not being direct of like oh i have a problem with this person Mm -hmm. but instead of telling them to their face i'm just gonna switch up the narrative and go tell everybody else yeah because that that to benefit my version (laughs) of the story exactly and not the actual truth exactly because i'm scared as i say and that's what and that's pride Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's comforting yes Mm -hmm. yes but it's not serving you. It's not serving you because it's lies. <laughs> yeah. It's honestly, yes, we don't want to have this type of behavior because, yes, it, is it hurtful? Of Sure. It's hurtful to other people. But it's more hurtful to yourself. Mm-hmm. If we're talking about humanity and if we're talking about your own heart, your own soul, your own wounds, it's actually more detrimental to your character than anybody else's yeah because somebody might get over it especially small things like gossiping yeah well maybe on some levels of intensity could it create a wound in somebody else sure but the biggest wound it will ever create is in yourself exactly and i think that's why 
God created in the Bible these commandments. If you're if you don't like to be all like too churchy, which I don't either, I would I just say like guidelines. Like here's something to help you because what this actually does is it's going to be detrimental to you. It's not me punishing you. Mm-hmm. It's not me, oh if you do this, now I don't like you and this is the um punishment it's not a trauma bond god is not a trauma bond type of relationship no he does not do that Mm -mm. he did not create the fallen in the world he did not create sin in the world our consequences our behavior did Mm -hmm. it's kind of like some people call it a version of karma it this is what your behavior bleeds into so you can either go the healthy right what healthy right (laughs) the healthy route and here's the fruits that will bear from it this is what god was saying or you can go the unhealthy route and here's what's going to bleed into it all the thorns yeah yeah it's going to break connection it's going to be detrimental to your character Mm -hmm. it's not going to be good for you not because i'm doing this to you it's because you are choosing to do this to yourself, but you're completely unaware that you are choosing that to do this to yourself. Exactly. Exactly. He's like, listen, <laughs> if you engage in these behaviors, you will have a positive outcome. Mm-hmm. If you engage in these behaviors, you're likely going to have a negative outcome. So it's your choice, but I'm just letting you know, since mm-hmm. you guys wanted to guide so much, here's your fucking guide. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, here's your fucking that? guide. Here's your fucking guide. Okay. I'm going <laughs> to flip a table real quick. <laughs> I'm going to flip the table and tell the Pharisees this. And I was, I've was i been trying to tell them this. I've been trying to say this. You know, and that's, the thing, and that's what I love about God so much. It's like, it's not a dictatorship. It's, no. It was never a dictatorship, no matter how much these Pharisees still now in these times want to say. It's a relationship. Mm-hmm. You actually get to choose. Exactly. You get a choice in it as well. Exactly. You know, going back to the whole childlike thing, mm-hmm. um, I had this thought while you were talking and I just wanted to say that your age and the fact that you are quote unquote technically an adult Mm -hmm. (laughs) because your body is bigger or whatever you want to say, your frontal lobe is full, whatever, right? Nobody truly becomes an adult unless they put in the work. Like Mm -hmm. I just, I just can't stress that enough that unless they heal the child within them. Yes, and they teach the child within them yeah. what all this craziness that's going on inside you, what that means, what that is. Mm-hmm. Get connected mm-hmm. to it. Not just be like, hey, <laughs> little five-year-old Krista, you're on your own, sister. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. What if that child just needed love and partnership and know that they had a choice? Yes. And that they could claim their power in a healthy way. They could feel their feelings. They yeah. didn't have to shut them down. They, you, you, you know what I mean? Like, they're not crazy for feeling a certain type of way. Let's acknowledge it and work with it. You yeah, know what calling I mean? someone crazy or that they're too sensitive or saying like, oh, it was just a joke when it was just mm-hmm. passive aggressive. Like, mm-hmm. That is damaging to that other person. Right. Like that is a form of manipulation as well. Yes. But like something that I'm trying right now is literally every single day when I wake up, naming how I feel and then like Mm. reflecting on why I feel that way. That's good. You know what I mean? Just because like I, I think in my head I do that like, oh, I feel worried. Oh, something feels off or oh like I'm in a really great mood today I feel really happy like hopeful like you know what I mean but I don't sit down and have time with that emotion yeah and so that's something that I'm like 
trying to do in my own life so that I can be even more emotionally Mm -hmm. mature. Did you ever get that as a child? I mean, I love Big B and Linda. Don't get me wrong. Shout out. Yeah, shout out. Love them. But did you ever, like, whenever you felt, and this could be a rhetorical question for our listeners. If you remember back to when you're a child and you felt really strong emotions, did anybody ever sit down with you to help you just, like, hey, I'm here. Like, what are you feeling in what's actually going on like acknowledge the feelings with you as a child right I don't I can't remember like all I the only thing that I do remember and my parents and I talk about this is like I had such a bad attitude (laughs) (laughs) especially I was like especially when it came to like sports like I we would we would win you're competitive yes we would yeah. win we'd have a great game and i'd be fucking pissed we're like the <laughs> the car ride is silent i'm not wait t- you had a great game and you'd be pissed yes okay. because i wouldn't be satisfied with like my wow. performance <laughs> oh my like God. i i'm telling you i was so you didn't feel good enough i was the hardest on myself mm, yeah everybody could have been cheering and happy for me and i would have been like no i fucking lost the ball you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm just that one time. That one time I focused on the negative a lot. Like that was okay. me growing up. Okay. Interesting. Um, I I more more recently have like tried to shift that, you know, gratitude right, and stuff. Right, right. <laughs> and like Krista, your your life doesn't suck. You just only focus on the negative things. Oh yeah, that's a child. Yeah. I hate my life. Yeah, my life I sucks. hate you. Yeah. This is so stupid. Yes, yeah. exactly. But like I only remember really like those emotions. And then, like, my mom is, like, a peacemaker. So she's, like, honey, like, I don't know exactly what she's yeah, saying, but she's trying yeah, to yeah. fix it. You know what I mean? Oh, she's trying yeah, yeah. to help me out, like, get me out of this rut. And oh, my, yeah. I don't mean fixing it. it I exactly. mean acknowledge it and be with you in it. And my dad's just, like, Linda, shh. Yeah. <laughs> Linda? So, no, do I think that I ever was, like, okay, I'm upset because of this? I don't remember. Maybe I did. Yeah. But I don't remember it. I only, yeah. of course, I, I was a child, so I only remember like the actual like being mad thing. And plus, I have like hundreds of pictures of me after a game with just like a foul ass <laughs> oh, like, face on. <laughs> that is so funny because I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. Yes, <laughs> but no, I don't. I don't remember like talking about my feelings a lot, or like, mm. or honestly, like, I don't remember learning about like why would I be upset randomly like why would mm-hmm. I randomly be sad like I don't yeah. think a lot of people even had that knowledge back then mm-hmm. to exactly teach us. and I think not a lot of people still do have that knowledge and you know what I love about Courtney I'm gonna keep bringing her up I love shout her. out <laughs> yeah we had her on the podcast and she even said this in the episode that it's not wise to always when someone's sharing how they feel to say well why mm-hmm. why are you feeling this way because because I am yeah. Because I am feeling this way. Mm-hmm. Because we're human beings and we all respond or um, react in certain things. Yeah. Like the way you react or feel to some th- certain things, I won't feel that way. Exactly. And you'll look at me sometimes and when something <laughs> – <laughs> She's laughing because it happens every single day. No, no it doesn't. Not every day. <laughs> okay, weekly. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Like something will happen and I'll have a different reaction than you. Like I'll have different feelings towards it. So to ask somebody why, well, why are you feeling that way? It it, it doesn't matter why. Mm-hmm. Acknowledge the feelings and be like, okay, this comes from something. Mm-hmm. What does this come from? And it, there's no judgment, but just creating that space of like opening 
of self-awareness, self-reflection, right. what do you need then? Exactly. Asking, okay, you're feeling this way. What do you need? Mm-hmm. And that's something that I tell my clients. That's something that my life coach tells me. That's something that I tell you. Mm-hmm. I, I tell like my friends, okay, you're feeling this way. What do you need? Yeah. Sometimes it can be in an argument or in a fight with another person of like, okay, what, what do you need from me? What can I do moving forward? Exactly. And that, that's helpful. But also of like, what can I give myself so I can be okay? Because I can't control another human being. Mm-mm. I can't control when they're going to be immature and when I get attitude or when they're hurtful towards me. So what do I need to give myself in order to be okay so I can keep alignment and connection with in, inside of me? Mm-hmm. Exactly. You can never fix anybody. You can help guide them, but you can't You can't do it for yeah. them. You know that's what I mean? What I, and that's what we've talked about here of like, I don't want to get into a, get into a routine of, this podcast being teachy right no like and it's i not. don't want to teach y'all i don't choose to be a teacher <laughs> i would rather inspire yes like what can i inspire from you what can i encourage and that's what we've kind of been in alignment with when we talk about this format and this podcast like i don't want to teach you i don't want to tell you what to do here's the tools mm-hmm. you can take them like i say like eat the meat, spit out the bones. But also I, I hope most importantly what you get out of this is inspiration and encouragement. Right. And that's why we always like say that we are not the end all be all. We are not, mm-hmm. hey, if we say this, this is right. Because we always talk about how we can be a year from now and be like, why the hell did I think that right. way? All but this we've is, given our spells. Spells. We've given <laughs> ourselves space to be like, um, we can change our mind in six months. Yes. Like I can go back to an episode and be like, oh my God, that's beautiful that I thought that at that time and like no judgment, but I actually think something different now. Yeah. All like all this is, is just inviting you into the conversations that we typically mm-hmm. have. Like we are inviting you into our friendship. Like this is what our friendship is, is having conversations about life. Like we don't sit there and scroll through TikTok. Mm-hmm. We don't sit there. I mean, we could, and we could sit there and watch a movie, but like Typically, when we're together, we just talk. Yeah, inviting you into the full experience of what being a human really means mm-hmm. and what being and what connection and healing looks like. Exactly. I'm going to flip back to earlier because you know me and my like visualizations and my right. thoughts. I was thinking earlier about like how a lot of times when we have feelings or behaviors or whatever that should like send off an alarm in our head like hey something's going on you know what I mean a lot of times we ignore it right we don't tend to it Mm -hmm. and I think because we don't know like how to however like I I think about it in this sense like what you're doing is imagine you are in a place where there's children okay and you see a child you know maybe down their hoodies on they look sad like are you and and let's say you're taking care of them okay are you just gonna be like ignore "Mm, them whatever Mm -hmm. they'll figure it out or do you tend to them do you go over there and you and and say hey i I see that you know you're feeling sad do you want to talk about it Mm -hmm. do you need a hug you give them space you give them space you acknowledge their feeling Mm -hmm. like let them know that you're there you know what i mean so like think about it that way like what would you do to a it doesn't even have to be a kid it can be a loved one like if I came mm-hmm. in and Alexis like I could tell that something was going on am I just gonna ignore it I'd be like hey how are you feeling 
Like, how are you doing? You know what I mean? Am I going to acknowledge it or am I going to ignore it? Typically, with your friends, your loved ones, children, you acknowledge it. So that's the same thing that should happen with you. Mm -hmm. Like, whenever you notice it, acknowledge it. Acknowledge it and then bring compassion and understanding. Exactly. No judgment. Open a space. Mm -hmm. An invitation. An invitation. And and even – and your – your childlike self might be like not the mm-hmm. not right now mm-hmm. like i don't know i really yeah. don't know i feel helpless and i don't know why right yeah. now don't put expectations with the acknowledgement yeah like no expectations in that space like what i sometimes when i say to people when i ask them a question or ask them um okay this is what you're feeling or like a question connected to what they're feeling I'm like, but it's okay not to know right now. It's okay to say, I don't know. Right. Like, that's okay. Yeah. It's okay to just feel these feelings and let it pass through. Mm-hmm. So, like, give give yourself permission to do that. Because yeah. maybe it just needs to pass through. Exactly. But I also wanted to say something else because I hear somebody in my head. Mm-hmm. I swear, I feel like I hear voices. I was like, like you always listeners. hear people. <laughs> when we talk about, like, childlike mind... Um, and how we mention God and biblical situational things. In the Bible, it does say to have a childlike heart. Mm-hmm. So how I interpret that, <laughs> not the end all be all now, but I really do think that this is correct. <laughs> when I when it says that, um, to have a childlike heart, a child is full of wonder full of hope, full of connected to their their feelings. I feel like they're more connected to their emotions than any adult. Now, do they know how to handle their emotions and navigate them? No, that comes with the learning process. That comes with the, a parent teaching them and helping them. But are they so beautiful in so many more aspects of life? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. They're hopeful. They're optimistic. They believe the good in people. They're open. Yes, they're open, yes. And they they want to create relationship with anybody. They don't judge anybody. Mm-hmm. And if a child does judge, they are learning that as a behavior from their parent. Okay? Mm-hmm. So that all comes with learning behavior. But a child, a true childlike heart, the core of a child is like no judgment, a lot of compassion, a lot of love, a lot of like hey guys you know like just wonder just beautiful wonder and that's what I feel like it means and that's what I like to have like to stand by in a childlike heart you're gonna say something well you I'm the queen of looking stuff up so Mm -hmm. um like some somebody said like a childlike heart is a heart of faith simple and trusting without doubt or suspicion and that's so true like you just as a child like you really have no (laughs) Honestly, you have, like, no um, – y- you can only trust, right? Because you're like, mm-hmm. my life's in your hands. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I-, I don't know anything else. And, like, whoever your caretaker is, like, you think that they are the mm-hmm. teacher. They know it all. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, they have no option but to trust. Yeah. And then that's children. the thing. And I-, I feel like to keep that aspect of that childlike heart – and then also partner it with an adult who knows boundaries, mm-hmm. who knows structure, mm-hmm. who knows how to navigate things, comes with maturity and how to respond. Now, you're not a perfect human being. It's okay to react in some ways. It's okay to get angry. It's okay to tap into that anger. And it's it's honestly okay to be immature and to open that space up. Because if we don't open that space up, 
we don't know where the healing needs to come in. Mm-hmm. So it's okay, but knowing what to do with it matters. Right. So it's partnering with that adult, the adult that we never got as a child mm-hmm. and healing. Yeah. I just feel, <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, like, it's crazy that, like, for me, I was like, there must be one answer why people are childish. And then I was like, I feel like there's so much nuance to it mm-hmm. that, like, there could be a million reasons. Because everybody has a story. Exactly. Or, like, like how we talked about, like, with us, like, it's not that we're never childish. It's just... I like, am. We've Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, we've just learned. Like, I still sometimes, like, don't know how to communicate, you know, effectively. Yeah. Because you didn't because know if, that there's an option to mm-hmm. do it a different way. Mm-hmm. Ex- exactly. But then again, like, whatever I'm wanting, it, it goes back to the behavioral rules. Like, whatever I'm wanting to get out of communicating clearly, if I don't get positive reinforcement for it, then it's likely that I'm still not going to do it. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. like, there's, there's just so much that goes into it. But... The biggest thing, like I said, is, like, that emotional intelligence. Like, I just think that that's such a key thing (laughs) in your life. Mm It's because, like, that's your body's way of trying to communicate with you. Yeah. If you don't have communication with yourself, you're not going to have efficient communication with others. Well, even emotions, but also thoughts, right? Like, your thoughts. What I I heard something the other day. Like, your thoughts are your – it's your psyche trying to communicate. Something like that. Like – like, we're not our thoughts. Like, whatever. We've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But then again, like, just not partnering with the emotion, not partnering with the thoughts, but just, like, noticing them and tending to them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, listen, I thought that we were going to be like, yes, if, this is why people are childish. But now I'm just like. Ugh. More compassion comes in. Yes. A lot of compassion comes in. <sighs> Which is, like, bittersweet. <laughs> Like, we come in guns blazing, oh, like, why y'all so childish? childish. This yeah. is what I deal with all the time. But now it's like, oh. Oh, shit. Okay. Now I'm that I'm understanding. Too. Yeah. And I like, get it. Everybody has a wound. There's Everybody's a reason for everybody's out. behavior, right? Yeah. We've talked yeah. about these things. You know, like, that's the thing. That's the crazy thing about knowledge, too, is that we can know all these things, but, like, it still might not truly, like, set in some in some aspects because either we're, like, blocking it, don't want to remember it. You know what I mean? Like, we're like, yeah, okay. But this emotion anger feels really good. Right. <laughs> this I'm immaturity getting... feels really good, and this is the way I want to react. Because we're getting positive reinforcement. <laughs> Man, I learned something in this episode. Right. You know, but, like, and that's the thing. We, we go back to it, but, like, you're the only one who has that choice. Like, do you want to... Do you want to react that way? Is that how you want to carry yourself in the world? And that's really what it comes down to. Because if you look at yourself, you're like, no, I don't want to do that. You got the power to change it. Exactly. And I think that's where people (laughs) always feel like they can't change. Right. Because they feel like they don't have the power to change it. Oh, my gosh. You know how, like, some people – sorry. And this might – I know this isn't, like, really about childish. But, like, you know how some people are like, oh, you're stubborn. Well, that's just how – that's just who I am. Or, oh, no, you're not. You know what I mean? Or, you, like, the oh. core of who you are is really that stubborn. You're really that prideful. That's the core of who you are. Exactly. Really? Yeah. Exactly. Like, I I can't stand now when people just, like, accept, like, oh, that's just how I am. You're like, no, that is powerless thinking. Yes. That is powerless thinking. For example, okay, a long time ago, I'd written down, like, characteristics that I have and characteristics that I wish I had. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, like, being thoughtful is really something that I've been trying so hard. 
to oh, work on. Oh, I think on. you're the best at it. You're way better than me. I'll say, so <laughs> I've, but that's because I'm like, I want to be this way. And so now I need to think about what is it that I need to do to be thoughtful? Well, first of all, I need to get the fuck out of my head and start noticing all the people around me. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and and really noticing, okay, who is Alexis and what does she need out of a friendship? Mm-hmm. What does she need not when me. she's... Yes, yeah. exactly. Eric, what does he need? Like, what is he yeah. wanting? Who is the core of who he is? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know. So, like, to me, that's proof that, like, you're not... Like, just because you have a quality or a characteristic, that don't mean that you're stuck yeah. with it. I love you know how you I mean? used yourself an example because you did used to say that. <laughs> say what? That you're... Well, I'm stubborn. It's just how I am. I know. <laughs> I'm like, okay, Krista. Yeah. Well, that's because for me, I was like, well, tsh, I'm not fucking changing it because I want to stay stubborn. Okay. <laughs> because this is protecting me. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I do remember that now. <laughs> yeah. But- well, and it's also like what Justin Stumbel said like a year ago when he was on the podcast. When he had like some of his male clients like would come in there and be like, well, I'm just an asshole. It's just who I am. I'm just an asshole. And he's like, you're an asshole. You're an asshole. That's the core of who you are. You're a complete piece of shit. Then that's who you are. Yeah. (laughs) I think I just added that last one. But, you know. (laughs) But, no, seriously, it's like you've accepted the lies Mm -hmm. that people have told you and that you've told yourself. You've partnered with it. And that's the problem. Yeah. And that's the thing, though, is like so if you you find yourself stuck in childish (laughs) things like being passive aggressive yes tendencies Mm -hmm. you can sit there and be like you know what I don't want to be passive aggressive like I want to feel so strong that I can just directly say what I want to say and if that even if I get rejected I get rejected but at least I was true to myself you know what I mean like it's changing the way you think about Mm -hmm. those certain characteristics and honestly it builds way more connection and freedom when you do that It builds trust in yourself, honestly. Mm -hmm. It builds equity, knowing that, like, I'm still going to remain the same and connected to who I am no matter what other people's behavior is. Mm -hmm. Because I know now that I'm building trust within myself, I know I'm going to be okay no matter if a person rejects me or not. Exactly. No matter if I've gotten vulnerable and felt safe enough in this way and if they didn't receive it, then I know I'll be okay. Right. Exactly. I mean, I, I just, I think that that's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> so. I really love this episode. Me too. <laughs> I love how we hype ourselves up. Well, I really loved it. You know what? This spoke volumes to me. So I hope right. that it helped you too. And I listening. felt really connected. I did too. Yeah. I felt like this th- is good. Like as the episode was going, I'm like, okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. I really felt like God was here. <laughs> you know, when two or more come together. <laughs> And I hope y'all heard the same thing at the frequencies of your ears in the car, yes. headphones, whatever. Whatever And God was right there with you, <laughs> just speaking a different language and what we were saying, you know? Yeah. Because sometimes when I listen to other people or when I listen back to these episodes, I'm like, oh my God, like I hear them, but I hear them for myself, you know, like specifically to my situation. Well, I say, I mean, because you're listening it through like the lens of your life though. For so. sure for sure you right (laughs) (laughs) okay well i hope y'all enjoyed it i hope you felt encouraged yes and i hope you feel like you can reclaim your power Mm -hmm. in a healthy way you can decide how you show up in the world do you want to be childish (laughs) 
or do you want to be emotionally, you know, mature? Like, well, I mean, whatever. We don't have to put labels on it. Just how do you yeah. want to show up in the world? What do yeah. you want to be like? And you have the power to be that person. Mm-hmm. How do you want to show up in connections when there's a conflict? And mm-hmm. how do you want to communicate that? Mm-hmm. Instead of avoidance or running away or doing the normal tactics that you've been doing. Yeah. But it hasn't really truly been serving you. Exactly. And you know what? If you want to read Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, <gasps> that really helps too. Like yes. decide your values, your personal mission. What does that look like in every aspect of your life? Like, Oh my God, I'm so glad you brought that up. That was a good book. That was a really good book. It was. <laughs> it's like a hard read in it some is. chapters. But it was good. It honestly it taught starts, me a lot. It starts talking about paradigm shifts. And I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, I'm like, what's a paradigm? These are really big words. <laughs> <laughs> can we can we do seven habits of highly effective people for dummies? Yeah. <laughs> That's so good. Oh my, oh my God. I do want to say one more thing, though. Okay. Okay. One more thing. One more thing. No matter what age you are, which I'm picking back off of what you said earlier. No matter what age you are. You can still be immature. A thousand percent. Because there's still a child within you that you've ignored and haven't acknowledged. Exactly. So for, let's say for a 40, 50, 60-year-old person looking at a 20-year-old something person Mm -hmm. and judging them for the way they're acting, but you're just mirroring it back maybe just in a different way. Like nobody is no better than anybody else. Oh, my God. That sounded so weird. But you like to put yourself on a pedestal and be like, oh, I'm better than this. Oh, I'm better than that. No, you aren't. You just react in a different way than they do. But it's yeah. still called the same thing. Exactly. So to put yourself in a judgment seat or an entitlement, mm-hmm. that is still a lack of maturity. That is still a child within feeling like for me to feel good enough, I have to put others down. Yeah. And for me to put others down looks like calling someone this and that mm-hmm. and that. Well, so I was going to say, and also, like, I never want to get to the spot where, like, I think that I know it all. Like, I right. – Oh, my gosh, Because yeah. if I think that way, that means that I don't think that there's any more room for me to grow. Mm-hmm. And I genuinely believe that we will grow until we die. Like, exactly. I, I really don't think that there's a cap. I feel like the more that I learn about, like, the healing journey, emotional health, mental health – and just about life in general, I realized, like, wow, I don't know shit. Exactly. 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 <laughs> like, I don't know shit. I am. Never mind. Was, no, say it. I was to say, I am dumb as hell. Yeah. No. <laughs> but, like, in the kindest way possible. Yeah. Like, not, like, you know, tearing myself like, down. Like, there's still but... so, like, the more you know, the more you realize there's still so yeah. much more. Like, like, how people say, like, whenever they're staring into the stars or in space and they're like, wow, I'm really just, like, a speck of dust yeah. in this whole thing. You know what I mean? For sure. Like, when they realize, like, yeah. But. So, yeah, let's bring some humility back, okay? Okay. Because <laughs> a child like mine heart or whatever. Child. Childlike heart. A childlike heart. A child doesn't know everything. Exactly. Mm. Mm. But he doesn't use it against people. Mm. All right. Okay. Well, we love you. Bit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we love you. I hope you have a good day. A good evening. Oh, you said. I mean, afternoon. No. Okay, but we could say you all this stuff. No, let's start it again. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> I hope you have a good drive as well. A good week. Just go tend to yourself. I feel like we're really messing up on the outro now. We gotta go. Okay. We gotta go. Bye. Right. Peace out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, I'm sorry. We do. Bye. Now okay. I'm messing up. Love you. Bye. Bye.